Blog Talk Radio. thinking about AI in an entirely limiting way. How are we attributing to AI human-like qualities or projecting into the future something that can never really be? What does this have to do with intuition? and intuitive leaps and spirituality. I'm Susan Larison-Dance, and this is The Frontier Beyond Fear. And today is Saturday, May 20th, 2023. Welcome to those of you listening at any time to the podcast and to those of you listening live. I will briefly say I have some... um, reason to talk about this topic because um, I am involved in both the spiritual community and I have a degree, a master's degree in computer science from the University of Illinois, the birthplace of computer science, as well as a bachelor's degree in mathematics and computer science. You couldn't actually get a bachelor's degree in computer science at my school at that time. You had to come through mathematics. I have throughout my life also explored many spiritual topics and have been active in the spiritual community for many years. We are taught or we are told that AI will replace us or that we may merge with AI or that what AI is capable of producing as intelligence is far superior than anything human beings could dare to attempt. When I was first involved in AI, um, it was very new. Um, I worked as an intern on a natural language interface prototype We thought of AI as an expanded tool that would be helpful to us. Although even in those days, there were movies we saw, certainly coming out of the late 60s, early 70s, um, showing the dangers of a giant computer taking over the world. Right around the time I was working on this, the Terminator came out. The very first, I thought that was a very interesting movie at the time, although I wasn't really thinking about it through the lens of developing natural language interface 
design. We are so often led into thinking that it is possible to simulate who we are. What is the artificial in artificial intelligence? What is artificial about it is our artificial understanding of reality. Our artificial clinging to the materialistic paradigm, which totally disallows any concept that is spiritual. Anything that might defy that paradigm would then be presented as a conclusion that, well, and it is a valid theory, I will say this, I must say, that we must be living in a technological simulation of some higher species, some more advanced species technologically than we are. And once you open up the box to considering that theory, sure, anything could be explained that way. If you're in a simulation, anything could be simulated. So let's step away from that for a moment and look at the real topic at hand here, which is intuition and intuitive leaps. AI is a tool. Unless it was somehow, and there have been movies and shows about this too, gifted that essence that we as human beings and many other beings, no doubt, in this multiverse are very fortunate to possess this being an animated aspect of the omnipresent divine on this planet, an animated aspect, not artificial. We're not fake. We could say that these shells that we inhabit while we're here um, feel a bit artificial compared to the spiritual world. In fact, that's the joke. Materialism is the illusion, and spirituality is the reality. We are temporarily here. We may come here many times. I know um, there are many belief systems among my listeners, and I try to speak generally. Um, and there are many who believe in reincarnation, so we come here many times. Um, there is certainly evidence to suggest that. But however you conceive of the soul, we are more than the material. And what's so very important about this is we can make intuitive leaps. Any one of us who has done what I like to call intuitive research, knows what this is like. Even in computer science, I experienced this, where just voila, all of a sudden, like a needle in the haystack, you found a bug in a giant program. That's happened to me, where I just 
didn't even know how I was going to sob. Nothing is more difficult, by the way, than maintaining some giant program that somebody else wrote. And it really does require intuition sometimes. And not my favorite thing to do, although I was challenged to do it for quite a long time. New design is filled with intuition. Creativity is the very essence of intuition. Well, how then do we hear that AI will replace us in the creative realm? AI is not able to do any more than project from what has been done before. It can make some new combinations of what has been done before. It can build upon what has been done before, but it can never, never have that creative spark, that idea that just jumps into your head. And many have talked about this. Many of us have experienced this. When you write and you don't even know how the words are flowing, when I speak like this and I don't even know how the words are coming, there's no plan here. I have no notes. I decided to do this show. Um, Well, I kind of had the idea last night. Most of these episodes are totally spontaneous from my heart. And what about the heart? We're not even looking at that physically, what it means. There is evidence that is being studied that the heart has something to do with consciousness in addition to the brain. Where is that in the equation? This becomes very dangerous when we begin to think that a human being can go the other direction, somehow merge with AI or be stored in a computer. Um, That is based on a fundamental misunderstanding of reality. And even for those who don't believe that's a misunderstanding, see, now I can't speak. Isn't that funny? Even those who don't believe in that at all must make room for the possibility. Given the evidence that come, that, (laughs) this is funny, see, see, when you think about your words, they don't flow as much. That's intuition. That's the natural flow that comes through us all when we write and when we speak. I'm not a robot. I'm a human being. I am connected to the flow. AI is incapable of being connected to the flow. We actually could never store who we are artificially. That's going the other direction, making human beings artificial. It's not possible because we are very real. And we go beyond these physical forms that we occupy. These physical forms we occupy are really a tool, and there is much we do not understand because we really have consciousness that goes beyond just our physical being. Anytime you have ever thought about somebody and then they call you on the phone, that is your consciousness reaching beyond your physical being. And it happens to us in many, many ways. Can AI be helpful? 
as a tool? Well, I think a lot of us are starting to think that that wasn't such a good idea. I can't claim to be um, one of the original people who decided this was a good idea, but I certainly saw the merits in having computer interfaces because that was very interesting to me, human-computer interaction, um, interact in a more uh, meaningful way. But never did I dream that it would become like a human being. Because even back then, I knew that we are spiritual beings, not physical beings. And just because some people believe that that is just a belief that, you know, like in Star Wars, some old superstition, just believing the force, for example, in the context of that story was some superstition. Well, it turned out that it wasn't. It was real. And those of us who have experienced and studied spirituality know that we have seen things that defy statistics, that are just so improbable as to be almost impossible. I had something happen just the other day where I was in, actually it was yesterday, I was in a conversation where I mentioned a somewhat obscure concept, then not using any technology where it was like popping up an ad or anything, I just felt like going to this page that I was just searching down. And on that page, there was something that was perfect and actually answered the question that I had raised, which was somewhat obscure. I don't have to get into what it was. But um, the statistical chances of that are incredible. And sure, if it popped up as an ad, that's different. That's an algorithm. This was not that. I was searching down a page. I consciously went to that page. Some could say I intuitively went to that page. In fact, I would say that because on that page was something I needed to read. It was not popped up by some algorithm. I found it. And I found it because I was connected to the flow and intuition. I wasn't looking for it, but we are more than just us. We don't have to be looking for it. We are connected to the omnipresent divine. There are some who say they want to develop AI so that they can interact with this giant, the most intelligent, um, I can't call it a being, um, construct. There we go. The most intelligent construct that has ever been created. They can answer any question. Well, here's another synchronicity. It just so happens um, after I had decided I was doing this show today. In fact, there was another thing that happened last night that really prompted it. But this morning, um, a, a friend, someone I've worked with over the years, um, sent, he, he forwarded something where um, this is an author where chat gpt had decided that he he wasn't living anymore and had passed away um, a few years ago and that was the the data that it had derived and you know these chat programs they're no better than the data that is fed into them if that data is not um, neutral or is not correct 
or if there is accessible data that it has access to that is not correct, this has a um, way of being expressed in the computer science community, and that is garbage in, garbage out. Feed a program incorrect data or a flawed algorithm, that would be garbage in. Such a program will produce garbage. And in this case, that's what had happened. We've seen these paintings. We've seen, you know, I, I know someone else, in fact, who helped with a lot of artwork for me. And I don't fault someone wanting to play with a tool where AI is helping this artist um, enhance some of their creativity, where it's adding some aspects. Well, that's sort of like using another form of paint or another tool. It's just a little bit different. See, AI has that data that it's working with, and so it can simulate some things by putting some things together that perhaps you don't expect. That does not make it creative. We are dehumanizing ourselves and humanizing AI. That is one of the most harmful things that we can do as beloved, precious, unique, authentic human beings. Every single one of you listening to this program, now in this moment or in the future, you have within you, essentially, the multiverse. You have within you and access to, and you are inseparable from the greatest consciousness infinitely than you could ever imagine. It comes to us in glimpses in this form. Sometimes, like yesterday, I just went to a page. I felt like going to a page. It was on, on Dao and Zen. I was looking for something, and I just was reading the page. I might have shared something to my Facebook page. I wasn't really looking for anything at the time, but here was an answer and quite a a reflective response to a question I had had and had raised. No algorithm produced that except the algorithm of the divine, <laughs> that which is within us. Stop deifying or putting up on a pedestal something that is artificial. Instead, Look for what is real. People are so discontented these days. It's even easier to think of life itself as artificial, that we really are just part of some meaningless simulation. I certainly can't close this show, which will be very close to its normal time today, I think without talking about something that happened last night. And yes, it did, it did lead to this topic, although I've been talking about this topic and predicting this topic for a while. I speak about it in different ways 
on this program. Last night, I had fallen asleep, and then I woke up, and I turned on Coast to Coast AM, and they've been having a number of guests who have talked about AI. In fact, it might have been just last week or the week before. I think it was on a Saturday. Um, they did have someone who talked a little bit about spirituality, which is rare to AI. So I was impressed that someone was at least mentioning that. But this guest last night, and I won't get into the details, and they were very well-meaning, extremely well-meaning, and very open about not being spiritual. That was not their belief. This was what, if you put in a proper label, this is a materialist, someone who believes only in material reality. So the the um, understanding of what intelligence is and who we are and what our brains are and how they work would be very much different if you um, have seen evidence of, let's not talk about beliefs, because we have seen evidence of the spiritual world that goes beyond the material, very real evidence, short of everyone deciding this must all be artificial and any evidence of the spiritual must be artificial. That would be a belief, by the way, even if it's a theory. So this person has come up with a tool um, that creates personas of people who have died to help with grief. And the honest intent of this person, who really had a very sweet and honest intent, um, having lost a loved one, I won't go into all the details, having lost a loved one young in life, and this person was relatively still young, um, wanted to help and even and stated even eliminate grief. And callers came in, and actually the host, who last night was Ian Punnett, um, question, although politely, that this would either be desirable or possible, but, you know, for some people, if you are materialistic, if only materialists are interested in preserving themselves in a material way, once you know that there is an afterlife, that changes everything because you'd be really missing out if you never see it. It doesn't mean that life isn't meaningful and we want to, I have so much to do in this life. I love this life despite the challenges that each and every one of us faces. We have so many things to do. This show that I'm doing is an example. And what some of the callers said um, is, you know, that they needed their grief to grow from. That was one. Or that you couldn't possibly simulate the person. And once you realize that we are more, we are more than what we appear to be, if that is the paradigm that you have embraced, and I do um, contend, I will not say the word believe, I contend that that is the correct and most supported paradigm by actual evidence, as there are those, including myself, who are researching spiritual phenomena, and that's the key. It just hasn't been supported because it's a very frightening thing for materialists, and I understand that. But, you know, what could be more wonderful than to know that your loved one 
is on the other side and still very present. How many of us have had dreams of pets, for example, and of loved ones? Um, now you could say, well, that's just a dream. Um, that's a belief. And even I could say that. Maybe it is. But there is more to this world than meets the eye. And it gets very tricky when you don't actually have the evidence because we don't have the evidence to support the material paradigm. We really don't. If we had that evidence, we wouldn't be speculating about it being a simulation. We have things that make this world appear a certain way, but there is actually far more evidence that deserves research of the intuitive world. And those who have had spiritual experiences and who have studied such things know that this is true. It's just that it's not in vogue. It's not a, isn't that just science? Not to have where a new idea challenges the current paradigm? Oh, wow. You know, how could that be science? That's totally science. Science is about the study of reality. It is very true that many tools, because that's what AI is, a tool, it will never be anything more. It could become very harmful if it runs amok. A runaway train is a tool, and AI is more powerful potentially than a runaway train, and it can do a lot of harm. In the wrong hands, a runaway train, well, maybe not a runaway train, let's just say a, a speeding vehicle or some tool that someone is controlling and can do harm, um, yeah, that could be really bad. Many tools can be misused, and AI has the potential, which is really quite um, disconcerting, and that's why it's been in the news so much. It can even make us question reality itself. In fact, one of the things I've been concerned about is we've surfaced, and I'm not the only one, some very real evidence in the historical record. Well, if we no longer trust what's in the historical record, pictures, statues, and such or, such or anything, um, you know, unless you're, um, we'll stop trusting anything. We won't trust in anything. Because it could all be artificial. It could be simulated. How do we know what's real? They're saying you can even simulate a voice. You know, there's a new thing that's going on where an AI simulated voice tries to fool a loved one. That's been in the news recently. There are just an, a million ways that AI can be misused. Was that thought about in our little group when we were working on a natural language interface prototype? Was that thought about when I worked on another tool that was extensible also in an AI language? No, I don't think it really was because people were well-meaning and they weren't trying to deify AI. They were just trying to make computers more effective, improve how they would be helpers to us. That was the goal. So we only have a couple minutes left in the live show. And today I am going to end the show on time. And I will tell you, FrontierBeyondFear.com is the website for this show. And this program broadcasts live most 
Saturdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. And you will also find this show on many syndicates, including on Blog Talk Radio itself as a podcast. I want to support Blog Talk Radio. I appreciate that they've featured today's show while live on the front page, as well as on the live spirituality page. I appreciate that very much. But the show is also on iHeartRadio and um, Spotify now, which is new, on TuneIn and Podchaser and Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, and some other podcast directories as well. So thank you for being here. Um, This will be a continuing topic on this program, though not every week. Um, And because it's a continuing topic within my work, which I feel is rather organically growing, um, which is also a part of um, how our lives can come together full circle in truly amazing ways, as if by design, even though we could never predict what might happen in the future. Do we have free will in these lives? Of course we do, but there also is something greater, greater than all of us that is helping us from the very beginning. Even linear time is an illusion. There is more to life than meets the eye. There is more to you than meets the eye. You have more in you than any form of AI could ever be. So take care, everyone. I will see you next time. Mm